The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. Also, every month we're going to be giving away any one item to a Patreon backer at the $5 tier or above. Check out patreon.com slash professional casual for more information. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. This month, any new and current Patreon backers will be able to submit a question for a five-part miniseries where we will interview the characters and GM of a Grim Podcast Apparel's adventure. Think of a question for the player or the character. It's up to you. This is for you. Want to know why Lucky hates seeing animals or mutants mistreated? Want to know if Danny based Uncle Chet on anyone she knew? Want to know what class Dan would play if he wasn't GMing? What does Alex P. Nelson eat for breakfast when he's running late? Does Bruno recommend turn right on red when it's safe? There's no limit to what you can ask, so get creative, and then get excited for the character interview that will be done in the video. At the end of September, we will send out an email to everyone as a reminder to submit your questions to the link on how to do it. In the meantime, feel free to submit your questions early to us at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com or right here on Patreon. Patreon members of any tier can submit questions. The video will be for Patreon members $5 a month and up. So we'd love to hear those questions from you. Can't wait to answer them. Thank you. We're at the big two. Oh, episode 20 of the Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure. I can't believe we've been doing this for this long. 20. Yeah. That's a long. Okay. Not only like for us in our podcasts, like 20 episodes is significant, but like any role playing game. Yeah. We've made it pretty far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good point. point. Super you know, fair. like yeah. the one that JB was running, we did that what one time. No, we played that like four <laughs> or five times, maybe. Your, your D&D game lasted. What? That was because of COVID. Right. I mean, I'm I'm not throwing it's any blame something. around. I'm just saying. Always something. This might be the second longest game I've run since that one in college with JB and Alex, where we played through the Paths of the Damned campaign mm-hmm. in second edition. Also included Dan and Murphy and Red Jess. Oh, yeah. Because she has red hair. Yes. Might be slightly misleading as well because we're 20 episodes in, but that's not really 20 like typical gaming sessions like it's probably only like four or five gaming sessions oh i was gonna say and we're still getting rules wrong like we're three episodes in so that's not not that bad not that bad to be fair though most games that continue just keep getting those same rules wrong again and again because they don't have listeners to let them know when they get things wrong right and so they can do better you know we want to engage that listenership so if they're not you know pencils at the ready Right. Leading through this, then, I mean, they're just going to get complacent. So we, we don't want that. We want to keep you on your toes. Rules so wise. what you're saying. So what you're saying is, is that we get rules wrong for attention. <laughs> I mean, isn't everything we do on the podcast for attention? Because it's a podcast. Well, no, but it's like subconsciously we do it like we don't know that we're getting the rules wrong. But. Yeah, it's for attention. Nobody just wants to be caught with their pants down. Except Bruno, Bruno does. bathing in the river. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so good. Yeah, we had an interesting last episode. Bruno got naked. It was like, like not much happened. You left the. Or was that the whole demon fight? Was last what you, episode? No, I mean not much happened. We found that dwarf that right. We, Obviously had a connection with. Yeah. You ripped his heart out in front of us. I didn't do it. You bad GM. <laughs> I, mean, I think the fact that you guys were so attached to him means that I was a pretty good GM. That you like that NPC. And then you killed him. I didn't kill him. It reminded me very much of the, then who the killed one him? with the body in a barrel episode. Oh, yeah. Where it's just like dealing with a dead body yeah. for the majority of the time. <laughs> yeah. Dan, you can't let us kill anybody because then we're going to take responsibility for the body. Right. Well, the last thing you killed just disappeared. You yeah, that, take care that of the was much body. cleaner. 
You should do that with all of them. Do like the uh, video game rules where you <laughs> kill somebody and then the body disappears and it's like no more consequences. Yeah. Only if you walk far enough away and the game resets. I like do mm. the dusting off of my hand pantomime. Like, boom, just killed it. See ya. It's gone. Bye. You're welcome. I clean up after myself. I mean, Mina cleans up after herself. <laughs> Maybe we should just kill all of our bodies in a magic circle. I mean, I mean, you bring up a good point. It would save us a lot of footwork. <laughs> think about city. if we all died in a magic circle. Think about how few, many fewer bodies we'd have to cart around uh, Bogenhofen. Yeah. It's a lot. 100% fewer bodies. Yep. And you are Save up to two. That's pretty good for one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, and you could really count that first thing. one twice because we drag them all the way across Bogenhofen and then you guys had to drag them back. So. Right. <laughs> but that second one was only a habsy. Right. Realistically, you probably dragged them the same distance. It was probably a two-thirds Z. <laughs> all right. So last episode, you guys got out of the sewers. You washed yourselves in the river. Lucky got his bag full of animal parts. Yeah. Bad eyes. That's all I got left. Bad eyes. Oh, that's right. And then you found uh, Gottfried the dwarf uh, vagabond that was in the stocks. His body was floating in the river. You found he was quite damaged, missing an arm. His chest was ripped open. Looks like some pieces were missing. So Lucky Amina took him to the gardens of Moor for to lay him to rest. Lucky left two pennies on his eyes. Because he liked him, and that way he will be taken care of properly. Meanwhile, Carl and Bruno went back to the Schaffenfest and met up with Crusher to have some drinks. Found out Crusher kind of has a crush on Mina. He was teaching Carl some moves. I was teaching him some moves. Bruno was teaching Crusher some moves, who was teaching Carl moves at the same time. Very good. And then Mina and Lucky came back up and met with them, and Crusher brought everybody over some drinks. That was the best part of the night. Would you rather sure. have drinks than pie? Ooh, that's a mm. tough question. Wow. Save uh, it for the Patreon only episode. Right. <laughs> I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm going to submit that question. Yeah, questions like that you can hear on the, the Patreon only interviews of with the characters. And you can submit your own questions. Yeah, so you guys are hanging out in the Bogan beer tent here. Crusher just brought over another round. Like I said, he's not walking around shirtless anymore. He's got a, a vest on. Uh, and he's just real happy to to be spending time with you guys. And he made a deal with Bruno and Carl that if they were able to set him up on some kind of date with Mina, he would throw a match in the ring with Bruno. Which, if you don't remember, back to episode 15, that's four gold you could win. Two silver entry fee. And I think that... Carl, for the most part, is helping him get with Mina for its own sake. I don't think that Carl really wants anything to do with throwing a fight because that's not very, not very honest. I'm glad that uh, Mina's time is worth four gold. Yeah, we, gold. we have a business opportunity ahead of us. This delightful personality. <laughs> he's got fingers that go in all sorts of different directions. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's got fingers that go in all sorts of different directions. Wait until I tell him about my uncle Chet. It's going to be great. <laughs> be so jealous. <laughs> all right. So, drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of drinking. How many of you have at this point, Bruno? You definitely need some. Yeah, you uh, I think four at least. You got to make some check. I think Carl needs to make a couple of checks too. You had one or two before the, the like sparring session lesson. Yeah, I got the freebie drink, um, and I guess the second round after we get back. So I definitely was uh, a little tipsy while training. Oh, already? Got a, yeah, I got a 91 on my wow. first uh, consume alcohol test. Well, in your defense, you're really tired, and you got your behind beaten. Yeah, and you haven't eaten since the Zucopia yet. Yeah. Chicken wings. Uh, Carl also failed that first test on that, that first drink. Carl. Car- Crusher. Yeah. Um, so when he comes back to the table, everybody going to have a pint? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to slide mine to uh, Bruno. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Lucky. the same thing. <laughs> Crusher's going to have another one. He crushes this one. Wow. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Crusher no. crushes it. Do it. Do it. Do it. No. Do it. Do it. I'm going to pour one out for my homie. Forgot you. Forgot you. Crusher just looks at him and he's like, why are you wasting the beer? Uh, I, so I, I had a, not, not like a friend, but like, there's a guy I knew 
And then, then he was, you know. Do you remember the uh, drunken dwarf who was in the stacks all day? Uh, at the no, entrance I'm, to I'm, the Schaffenfest. I mean, I was at the ring pretty much well, all day until just now. drunken dwarf and lucky. You know, did we see him, him at the ring? He was like beating people up. Well, I don't know. Maybe he got to walk around. I don't know how these things work. It, it was a guy I met and he's he's dead now. So it's like a respect thing, you know? Oh, we I can understand that. And he pats you on the back like real hard. We <laughs> found his body in the river. Oh, oh. And then, then dead had, body. Yeah. Dead oh, yeah. He said it was dead. He was missing pieces. Like his oh, arm. That's awful. And inside pieces. Like his heart. It was what? really pretty gruesome. Did you tell somebody about yeah. this? Yeah, they kind of didn't care. Oh. Because he was a dwarf. Well, you know, no. I guess stuff like that happens sometimes. That's awful. To, yeah. To whom? This is just the world we live in, you know? This is a yeah, it, I this mean, is a very grim true. and perilous world, I have to say. Though it's also filled with adventure. Yeah, that, you're both right. And honestly, it was not a first dead body we had to deal with today alone. What? Or the first one that we put in the river. Or no, we didn't put that one in the river. We put the other one in the river. Right. Yeah. That yeah. one we All found. All right, guys. Let's let's move on. Oh. Yeah. Moving on. We failed the first one. How many do I have to? You said you had four. Oh, do I have to check after each one? Yes. Oh, my goodness. You read those rules in like the second episode. I feel like he should get some kind of bonus to his check, though, because... He could put experience into consume alcohol. I feel like we just the fact that you could be weight. drunk off of one beer, regardless. You know what I mean? It just seems like, like a lot. Right? No, like, you, you start to get a buzz. You you get that minus to sit to tests. You're not drunk until you failed. I think more that you have as many failures as your toughness, more than your toughness bonus. Right? Like gotcha. what is he, Dan Cole? <laughs> ah, good one. It's funny because Dan can't drink a whole drink. Dan's a lightweight, we yep. know. So, my <laughs> toughness bonus says Danding right now is a four. Okay. Right? And um, I failed three, passed one. Yeah. Okay. Um, with this last one that I've drank, uh, what are we counting as zero as? That's zero, 100. All zeros is oh, 100. Fantastic. Then I got 100. I scored 100 on that one. Good job. So, you are at four. So you're at minus 30 to all those things that go along with right with drinking. You might have to test for stinking drunk at this point. Uh oh, and you haven't eaten since those pies. That was hours ago. And you're really clammy. <laughs> and your immune system is probably um, diminished because of the taxed. Yes, taxed. Thank mm. you. I don't know. Why I'm talking in this voice right now. <laughs> It's a, it's best to be in character as often as you can. I kind of like it because then I sometimes I forget how to do her accent. One of other shows you get into Mina's accent instead of different characters. Next character I play on this is going to be Cass's accent. Just Midwestern. Yep. Oh, <laughs> every NPC in uh, Lost Omens. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> oh, save my grandfather. Oh. Mina, are you not drinking? Uh, Mina does not enjoy drinking, though. No. You gave it to Carl Bruno. Bruno, yeah. fucking name right. Yeah, I gave it to Bruno. Every time. I might like pick it up and like pretend. And then just set it next to Bruno. And just set it and slide. All right, so uh, stinking drunk it is. Oh, did you oh, fail yes. a number equal to your toughness bonus? Uh. Equal to your toughness bonus. All right. Bruno's drunk. We're going to have to roll him as if he's in a barrel back to the end. Uh, let's oh, see. I can't wait to hear this. Uh, six. So oh, how's everything wobbling? <laughs> On your turn, you can either make a move or take an action, uh, but not both. Oh, let's hope there's no combats before you sober up oh a bit. Oh, my God. All right. I don't think there will be, but we'll see. So you need at least five hours to sober up. I think we'll have that. This is we've had quite a rough day. I think the, the, the night will be fairly quiet. Um, do you think we should is the, you know, whatever judge tent still open this late? Oh, yeah, we should totally see the judge. We should probably go right now. Yeah. Crusher, you want to come with us just to kind of hang out? 
not really, no. Oh, okay. Crusher, come on. Mina will be there. No, Bruno, what? you are in uh, no you are in no um capacity to be going and speaking to an official. Do I still smell? Of beer, yes. Of sewer, slightly. Yeah. Okay. Perhaps um, (laughs) I will stay with you and keep an eye on you. Perhaps Lucky and Carl could go and speak on behalf of the rest of us. Crush is going to stay with us, though, right? Yeah, I'll stay here. Sweet, buddy. Crusher. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Me. Hmm. <laughs> Actually, why don't I take Bruno back to the to the inn to get sobered up? And Lucky, you can go talk to the judge on our behalf because you've got that skeleton anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, I got and the, the skeleton in my bag. Carl winks at Crusher. He smiles real big. Oh yeah, and then Crusher could stay here with Mina. Why Why would I stay in beer tent? I do not even drink beer. Because Crusher's got the big muscles on his chest and his back and his buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno needs to be drunk more often. This is great. I mean, it's a fact of his physique, yes. Crusher, take off your shirt. No, do not take off shirt. Take off your shirt. He's like, uh, uh, like moving like, do I? Should I? He looks to Carl like, should I? Carl is gonna like quickly have his eyes dart around for a little bit and then just shakes his head no on the shirt coming off (laughs) alright if you're not gonna do it I'm gonna do it I'll take off my shirt (laughs) just like in real life exactly Carl's like Mina have have fun Uh, and Carl starts to shuffle Bruno away who clearly cannot be trusted in public anymore. It's super cool that you know I feel like the last time we talked about splitting the party Carl was really against it and then I almost died and then he almost died and then today twice probably in the course of maybe two hours he's tried to get me to go someplace alone. No Lucky I will go with you. You do not need to go. I appreciate that. I do not think it's a good idea. You're apparently the only one I can rely on. Crusher sit at the table and he just kind of like shrugs and he's like, all right. You coming along? What? I can show you uh, some cool moves. Have you ever done this? And I moonwalk and finger guns him. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bruno's Ooh, shaking. I fail with five degrees of negatives to sex levels. Trip over one of those ropes again. Yeah, I bet you can't Falling do that, butt. dummy. Bruno's like <laughs> vigorously sh- nodding his head. Actually, JB is vigorously nodding his head. So Carl, br- so Crusher is like, Okay. He gets up and he goes with uh, Lucky and Mina. I wasn't, I was nodding my head at you so that you could role play with them. Not that like, (laughs) that wasn't in character. Oh, I thought it was. (laughs) And Mina's just super confused. Like, why is this guy coming with us? Like, I don't understand. Because he's a big, strong guy. And we're walking through the shopping fest at night. People Mm -hmm. are drunk. You know what I mean? All right. He's obviously a cool dude. I will say I'm not going to say no to, you know, an extra set of eyes and hands, especially for your penchant for getting shot in the back when you're by yourself. (laughs) Right. And it's night. (laughs) And it's nighttime. It's getting late now because it took a while. You know, like you said. Yeah. Like two hours probably since you came out of the sewers. It's been a little. It's been a minute. So let's hustle over to that tent. Um, so, so we can find out that it's closed. The five of you can walk together until the the festival okay. court. Oh, yeah. It's on that path. Mm-hmm. And then Bruno and Carl can continue. Uh, good night. And Bruno, make sure that you um, put some fresh clothing on, please. Yeah. Um, yes. You are still slightly smelling. Oh, sorry. Did I- you turn out your pockets? Yeah, of course. Did you throw away all of your food that got uh, submerged in sewer water? <sighs> all right. So I reached deep down in my pocket. Oh, no. I oh, no. pull out like uh, what was left of a, a hand pie and I slam it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's my last pie. You were like child. Yeah, like petulant child. Your child. You, your kissy face, you. <laughs> Drunk Bruno's great. Yeah, this needs to happen more often. I'm a big fan. 
Carl lead, leans over to Bruno and like whispers in his ear. Do you think that we should have told Mina about the plan? <laughs> what? No. We gotta we gotta let Crusher crush, bro. Gotta crush her crush. Yeah, I, I, I guess you can only leave a horse to water. Right. That's why you gotta be smooth and sly like me. And I like lean behind Mina and I do like a little pokey motion to crush her. Oh god. <laughs> As you're doing this, the, the five of you are staying in there and you all hear Bruno Dict. That's a me coming from the East Gate. Uh oh. All right. I got friends too. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Tim looks really excited right now. Yeah, he does. He looks extremely excited. Uh, You look over, you see four people striding towards your group. Oh, I got a lot of friends. With purpose. Two in the front, you all recognize. One is balding with blonde hair, the big forehead. The other has dark hair with mutton chops and a big hat with a couple big feathers in it. And they both are holding blunderbusses. Yo, it's real good we got Crusher here right now. (laughs) (laughs) You recognize them as Gunner and Holtz, the ratchet line coachman from the Coach and Horses Inn, whose coach you stole. And returned. With them is a very large man. Bigger than Crusher? By volume, yes. Ooh, is he bigger than Bruno by volume? Yeah. Oh. Oh, dang. Jeez. He's is, a thick ass boy. Is he a square or <laughs> maybe like a rhombus? Kind of. Yeah. He's a big dude. What the? Okay. <laughs> Don't Are be we suspicious. Running? Don't be suspicious. And there's also a very well, serious looking woman with them wearing and the, both the women and the woman and the man are both wearing leathers. The man has a bow and he has also got like sticks with leaves and stuff sticking out of them. Not out of him, but like out of his clothes all over the place. He's wearing like greens and browns. Uh, looks like some kind of ranger type thing, like a forest guy. Mm. Uh, and he is he's got like kind of a hunchback, but he is a solid dude. He's probably as tall as. Taller than Mina. But probably weighs at least twice as much, whereas the woman is a bit she's probably Mina's height. Maybe a little bit shorter, uh, but she looks very experienced. She's wearing studded leather armor and she has you. You'll notice pretty quickly. She has a rapier. She has a rapier. I don't know why I said it like that. That was weird. (laughs) (laughs) On one hip, she has a rapier and a dagger on the other hip. She has a pistol. All right. This is probably not great, but lucky might get a bow out of this. (laughs) (laughs) So Gunner, they, they just walk right up to you guys. Hey, fellas. Uh, Gunner and Holtz are in the front. You probably don't know who's who at this point. You know, they're Gunner and Holtz. You've heard the names. Yeah. But you know who's which. And the guy with the hat walks right up to Bruno and he pokes him in the chest real hard. Oh, you owe dude. the ratchet line a coach, son. I don't remember this. Who sent you? Broker. Look, you got the wrong guy. I'm with four seasons now. Look at the patch. He looks at it and he's not wearing a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Check it out. This is Gunner. I'll just tell the players. He looks in and he goes, Four seasons. And he spits on your patch. Yeah, they ran me over once. They're not a great line. And then Holtz, the blonde haired one, looks at you and says, Shut your mouth. We're not talking with you. We're talking with Bruno. And he pokes him again. That's barely even Bruno. Bruno wears shirts. That guy doesn't have any shirt on. From like his belt, Gunner pulls out a parchment and like shoves it onto your chest. This is the bill for the coach you destroyed and left in the Drakwald. I believe I brought a coach back to the coaching inn. Uh, so yeah, our coach that you stole. Uh, well, who yeah, can I, help the fact that you were a uh, drunken fools? Yeah, and we're not talking slept. with you, little lady. We're talking with Bruno here, little lady. We were told to track you down. Surprisingly easy. 
Well, I mean, look at them. I blend into Once we found you, we were told you've got four days to pay or to provide a new coach. How much is the bill for? 150 gold to buy a new coach. And the two horses. The horses were probably eaten. Yeah, exactly. They're gone. You need to replace them. It's all your fault. It's not my fault. The road was all bumpy and stuff. You weren't even supposed to be driving that coach. You were a recruit. You weren't even a full coachman. I don't know how you even got it in the first place. Wait, really? Well, it sounds like an issue with your upper management. I don't know what happened to the guy he's supposed to be training with, but either way, he was able to horses too. Either way, you owe Ratchet Lines 150 gold or a new coach and two horses. You've got four days. We're going to be in town those four days. If you don't have the money or a coach and two horses by then, he kind of points behind him to the two other people. The one guy like is just absentmindedly picking his teeth and he goes, oh, oh, oh yeah, we're going to we're going to get you. Oh, and the, the, the woman just kind of shakes her head and she's like, oh, idiot. Well, jokes on you. <laughs> it's like, well, have you met my friend Crusher? And I turn around and I poke Crusher. Crusher's not there. In the- oh, he ran away. Crusher? What a coward. Crusher? <laughs> <laughs> we look so sad. Well, okay. So I'm going to like whisper over to, you know, the group. We still have the inheritance oh, yeah. that we can get. And, you know. And I'm going to get that four gold from Crusher tomorrow. Why is Crusher giving you four Gunner gold? says, I guess four gold's a start. We're going to meet you right here at the East Gate. Sundown in four days. All right. So I'll- you don't have the money. We'll know if you leave town. We've got eyes all over the place. Oh, because I was going to say we were just going to leave by the West Gate. <laughs> good to know. Guys, you get the money earlier. You meet us at the half measure. Half measure. Half the money. No. At the measure. 150 gold. Right on the paper I gave you. Uh, none I of us can read, bud. Can't read. Throws his arms up and he's like, idiot. Ugh. All right. All right. Here. Four days time. At or the East Gate. Find us at. At the half measure, if you have money before then. All right. We don't want any trouble right now. Just letting you know there could be trouble if you don't have the money. So, like, just for clarification, Mm. it's four days from now. So we're meeting at like nine o'clock in four days or it's four days and then we meet the following morning. I said this time in four days. Uh, Right. Okay. No, you did. You're right. What if you guys get too drunk and sleep in too too long though? They're like the girl, the woman puts her hand on like both their shoulders and she's like, not now, you know, the rules. And they're like, all right, four <laughs> days. And they drinking. stomp off back into town. Hey guys, who are those guys? <laughs> who, who are they? <laughs> Honest, the last time you talked to them, you were drunk. Yeah. You're at minus 30 to everything. You might what? not remember. Oh my God. You bought passage. And Wait, were they actually there? Anyway. Are they just a figment of his imagination once he gets too drunk? Okay, just wanted to confirm. Or <laughs> <laughs> like pink elephants that yeah, just right. show up when I'm drinking. Yeah. After they walk away, you see Crusher come out um, from the other side of the the festival court tent and he like has his fists up and he's like, I was ready to, to ambush him. If it came down to stuff, Oh, he was ready a, to come at him from behind. What a brave hero. You're getting that windmill ready. He's winding up. No, like he came out from the other side of the tent. So like oh. if there was a fight starting, he would have been behind them and he would have been like, flanking. so we probably oh, okay. should have started fighting him then. I'm going to huck an old knife. No, Crusher, <laughs> <laughs> hide again. We're going we're gonna to start a fight this time. He comes over and he was like, guess you guys are in some money trouble, huh? What? Yeah, apparently. Well, it doesn't make a lot of sense. They also lost a coach and they don't have to pay for it. We found that coach. Yeah, we, we broke even. Yeah. They're at a net loss. If nothing, we helped preserve the reputation of ratchet lines because otherwise those other passengers would have been very late to their destination. Can you imagine lady is super old or whatever being all complaining about it? 
she totally would have complained. And oh, her boxes full of air. Uh, so Rachel, precious. Rachel like socks. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so you had another dude with you? When he picked us up, did he have another person with him or was no. it just him? Just him. What happened to your trainer? Uh, I, well, when we were going down the road, right, he let me have the reins for a bit while he took a nap. And then um, there was this low branch, you see. And so we went under the low branch. He he hit the branch and it, it didn't look good from there. Um, I had to keep it going because we had a timetable to keep. Oh, yeah. Do you think he's alive? Uh, I hope Dietrich's OK. I mean, he's he's he seems like a tough sort. He was he was pretty drunk at the time. So that usually helps. Uh, man. All right. Yeah. Watch out for the low branches, let's, especially when you're sitting up top there. Let's go see the judge before it gets that, too much later. That story is so grim. <laughs> and perilous. And perilous. <laughs> I had to. Right. He's you're never going to remember that he told us this story and then we're going to reference it later. And he's going to be like, gonna be like wait, what? He's like, how'd you know about Deidre? What? How'd you know, how'd you know what I've done? Right. Um, yeah, just don't He's ask. He's also him. not going to remember that hook, line, and gunner. Or oh, whatever. yeah. God, no. <laughs> He's going to have no murmur of this <laughs> whatsoever. Oh, you guys are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was pretty specific that he wasn't talking to us. So he did say that a couple of times. Yeah. He even called me little lady. And you're not so little. Mother. Mother. Barely a lady. So where's this judge? <laughs> also true. You're standing like right outside the yeah. tent. Moonwalk right inside, bud. Ooh. All right. Um, the guards will let you in. You explain to them that you are here mm -hmm. on business. Um, they said they're just about to close up for the night. And you're just in time. Cool. Um, is Carl still going to take Bruno back to the inn at this time? Uh, yeah. Like... Bruno's been pretty shaken up and he needs to get sobered up to handle this situation. Bruno does not handle situations. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can walk him back to the end. No problem. Maybe a little wary of people. getting jumped yeah. in the festival court. You can speak with judge Richter. Judge Richter. We have returned. Ah, I see you. You're back, but there's only Two of you. Where's the rest? Um, I hope they survived. They did. Yep, everyone survived. Uh, a couple tough scrapes, but... Um, the good news is the goblin is dead. Oh, you heard about that? Heard about it? What? Oh, yes. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, the, the goblin was found crushed in a warehouse on Austin Down. Excuse me? Some boxes fell on it, and it was killed. Just about... Oh, an hour or so after you entered the sewers? Well, then what the hell did we find? So we, uh, I take out the bones. I was like, so we found these bones down there. Are there was there more than one three-legged goblin? Mm. Well, I'm no doctor. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what those bones are. I mean, like you see, you could put the little legs in these holes here, and it would have three legs, a three-legged goblin skeleton. Hmm. That does seem to add up. I am sure uh, Dr. Malevolence Malthusius. 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 Uh, I am sure he is much more familiar with the um, the goblin's uh, physical form and mm. could probably confirm our suspicions as to uh, this. Probably. I'm sure by now his, he's closed in, but you could talk to him tomorrow. So, I mean, case is solved, though, right? So you sent us down into the sewers to do that? To retrieve the goblin. The goblin was killed in a warehouse. But the goblin was in the sewers. Doesn't was... seem that's the case. Hmm. So where on the map is the warehouse? Is it right next to that? Those people's in that. Uh... He tells you it's warehouse number four. It's on the map. That would be the fourth one up from the bottom on the east bank. You're thinking what? The cross spikes? 
Is that who they were? The people that put us in the thing? Frost bikes. And we were like, they were like, ah, oh, we don't care about that. Is it possible that there's more than one goblin in this city? I think we probably got tricked by the tricker god guy. That's what it's seeming like to me. Mm. Out of character, like, I think it's awfully convenient to the justice system that this goblin is dead, not by our party doing it. And so this may be a way to save five gold. A thousand percent. Politicians, man. Politicians, a judge. Um... Well, there is another uh, matter that we found to be quite concerning um, when we went to the river to wash our bodies after being covered in filth from the sewer. The dwarf who was in the stocks earlier today, we found, and he was missing many of his body parts as he floated in the river dead. Mm. That is unfortunate. When he was released from the stocks, did he happen to venture into the sewers as well? I can't speak on what the dwarf may have done once his sentence was complete, but unfortunately, somebody like him doesn't typically last long in the city. Cutthroats and pickpockets and such. It was way more than a cutthroat. Yeah, so, he, I mean, he was missing an arm and most of his chest cavity, and he was he, mangled up pretty much a lot. An arm? Yeah. So uh, we also may have um, stumbled upon, I don't know how to say this, but uh, there was some form of uh, demon in the sewers. <laughs> uh, a, d- a demon in the sewers. <laughs> that someone had summoned. That was the best story I've heard all day. No, honestly, there was, uh, that is where we found skeleton and it told us that it ate the goblin. Because the goblin would not leave the room. <laughs> it smoked you even? <laughs> that was the best laugh I've had all week. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to cease that shish kebab, this mofo. Nina <laughs> talks better with her sword. But anyway, uh, so all joking aside, um, it did seem like there were two people in the sewers that we met that had uh, maimed and killed that, that dwarf. Um, but- other people in the sewers. Yeah, there were two of them. One was named Gunner, and the first one was named Holt. Was it Holt? Holt. Yeah. Holt. Holt and Gunner. I also, we had very recently seen them threaten some citizens in your town um, and tried to extort them for money. Hmm. Um, Do you happen to have a, a family name? Those are r- r- relatively common names. Um, Do I have a, no? Uh, well, they, uh, they work for the Ratchet Lines. Oh. The one has a big hat with many pompous feathers. Mm. I think they are here to take advantage of people coming to this shopping fest. And I believe they are staying at the half measure. They were pretty clear that they wanted, uh, you know, money dropped off there uh, in their extortion racket. Hmm. This does seem like a legitimate problem. Yeah. I'll have somebody investigate. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. Absolutely. Please, honestly, do be careful because these two men, in addition to being armed with big guns, they also had two uh, ruffians working with them. Mercenaries, most likely. Big guns. Cut purses. And I would hate for anyone in this wonderful city uh, to be injured because of uh, such disgusting criminals as these men. Mm. Well, unless they do something... Here on the Schaffenfest grounds while I'm presiding over them. There's not much I can do about it personally, but I will speak with Counselor Tugan tomorrow morning. I believe uh, they were also talking and laughing about how they let one of the menagerie animals out loose. Mm, I have heard that the, that one-eyed dog has been running around causing a ruckus. So. Dr. Malthusius is tearing her out about it. <laughs> I bet. I mean, who knows what that dog could do? Hopefully any of the liability doesn't follow you as the judge presiding over the court. Of course not. Well, hopefully uh, they do not cause any more mischief during uh, the beloved Schaffenfest. Agreed. If that's all the business for tonight, I would like to get back to my chambers. Absolutely. Your Honor, have a great evening. You as well, young sir. Thank you. All right. Uh, We'll join back up with Carl and... (laughs) Bruno, as they're heading to the journey's end. 
In- yeah, what's Crusher doing? Is he just like following us around like a little puppy? He didn't go inside the courts. Oh, okay. He didn't feel comfortable doing that. Is he gonna just kind of waiting outside? Follow us to the journey's end now. Well, we're gonna go see what the other two were doing. Oh, I see. There. Okay, I understand. Uh, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Sorry, I had a half a beer. <laughs> Here's the I'm good news: know. at least drunk Carl and drunk Bruno are super inconspicuous and could not be followed back to the place that we we're residing in any way, shape, or form. I, like Carl's only one failed consume alcohol check deep. That's fair. So he's just giggly. Yeah, he's not drunk. He's a little buzzed. Yeah. Carl, Carl, let's go into this establishment. It looks like they have uh, good pies. Bruno, let's let's get you back to the room. I'll get you a pie once we're there, safe and sound. But we've got a big problem on our hands that we got to figure out. What is does does Crusher um, not have uh, enough gold to? cover our our bets um i don't think the crusher is going to give us 150 gold for anything yeah no he's only gonna give us four gold yeah that's 146 more gold to go supernumerate (sighs) what Mm -hmm. yeah (sighs) yeah we both are aren't we Mm mm-hmm we could just place a bunch of bats in your favor with audience members and things like that. Oh, jeez. Oh, there you go. To really just... <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> if we know he's going to take a dive, everyone's going to vote against you. Ten to one easy. Oh. I mean... Carl, 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 Carl. I've got an idea. What if... Okay. What if we just placed a lot of bets against me right and then we got like tons of gold we got like thousands of gold we got we could buy the whole shopping fest with all the sheeps and all the goats and all the drinks like i don't know if that plan is going to work as well as you think i'm reluctant to say it i wasn't really on board with this very much but Maybe we should get that inheritance so that we can bail you out. Yeah. Well, good thing you're coming around to my point of view, Carl. Like like I said, the road's always straighter after the turns you go. (laughs) At this point, you guys have reached the inn after that nugget of golden intelligence. I do love it. Um, Someone got to write that one down. (laughs) That was a terrible one. The roads are always straighter after the curves. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Like the grass is always greener after the... On the other side of the fence? Yeah, there you go. And you use Uh, manure and water it? Wasn't it? (laughs) The road is always straighter (laughs) after the turns you go? Yeah. Um, Let's see. But yeah. Um, Into the... um, Yeah. Yeah. I think Bruno's going to go straight up to the room and, and fall face first onto the first cot that he he sees. Sure. All right. And Carl is relieved. He kind of knew that Bruno would pass out, but he was like really hoping he didn't stay awake and actually make Carl go get him pies. Because <laughs> Carl would. Yeah, he would have done it. All right. Do you roll him on his side so he doesn't drown in his own puke or something? <laughs> I don't know that Carl has that medical information. To be honest. I don't think Bruno's that drunk anyway. Yeah. Tired for sure. Is Carl going to lay down as well? Yeah. He's had a long day. This is your first night in a bed and not a hammock in a week. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not every day that he loses a fate point. So <laughs> rest easy. Lose is the right term. Like it was taken from you. <laughs> Against your will. <laughs> We addressed that three episodes ago. It's done. <laughs> that was today. In game time. All right, so they go to bed after you guys are done. After me. <laughs> <and> my- <laughs> scared me a little bit. Sorry. That was adorable. After me and Lucky are done at the festival court, you're just going to head to the inn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm done with this day. Okay. You come on out. Um, you don't see Crusher around. No. So you head to the, you head to the inn head to bed? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, not to bed, but back to the inn. What are you going to do at the inn? Well, 
we need to make a bunk bed. <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to bring that up again. Carl and Bruno are already in bed. Mina, we got to get this one on top of the other why, one. Why? Why do you need bunk bed? It's insanely important for me to be able to attune with the winds of magic. <laughs> that's such a great answer. Oh, well, I don't I mean, get good reception on a on a bed that's on the on you know the floor. So you need top bunk. Mm-hmm. The oh. air center there, and it helps the winds oh, circulate. All right, you know. I, uh, your, the locking spell was most impressive all day. Who am I to argue about sleep? All right. So just move that bed on there and I'll climb on top. Are you going to help me? I cannot move by myself. Fine. You both have to make strength checks. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, for real. Yep. You made it. I got, I rolled a one. I rolled a three or a 10. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so you easily plop it up there. No, no, you make big noises this time. Air high five. We make a pretty good team. I now you got to sleep underneath. That's Mia. fine. I'm sure you guys are all so tired. Yeah, it's been a long day. You've done a lot today. You woke up today and found Adolphus dead. Yeah, it's all that was all day. today. That was this Jeez same day. Louise. Oh man, because he only got to Bogenhofen around noon. It's been a busy like. 10, 11 hours. So it's only been the first day of the Schaffenfest? Yeah. We still got to wait three more days to get the affidavit from the county clerk's office? There's two more days of the Schaffenfest. Oh, gotcha. This yeah. was the first day of the Schaffenfest. So Heard. it only lasts three days. Okay. But you have four days to get 150 gold. Or I think you know we should you got just some trouble. go for the inheritance without the affidavit and see what happens. All right. So if anybody is down wounds more than your toughness, you can make your average endurance check. To gain more. That brings uh, Bruno back up to full. Hey. So if I miss it, I just get my toughness bonus back. Correct. Next morning, you guys probably sleep in a little bit. Are you like up bright and early or? There's like breakfast included with the room, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, we should probably get up. Well, one of you, whoever gets up first, you see there's like a piece of parchment that had been slid under the door. Well, for goodness sake. I read it. No, you don't. Oh, I don't. <laughs> Someone needs to learn how to read. What does it look like? All you can figure is you, especially Bruno, if he looks at it, can see the number 10 on there somewhere. But the rest of you don't know what it says. Okay. We should take it to the like barkeeper, whoever runs this place. Yeah. Have them read it for us. It's yeah. probably the bill for the room. We're probably getting charged for this room. Right. Is that what it is? What are you talking about? I'm going to be so mad. Because I, I was literally just thinking like, yeah, we kind of got screwed over by the judge. But I mean, at least we got to stay in this place. Right? They put us up here. It wouldn't be 10 gold for a night, right? It'd no. just be 10 shillings. Pennies. Okay. You head down to the bar room? Yeah. All right. Uh, you can speak with the innkeeper. Her name is Odalina Landau. And she's an attractive woman in her late 30s. Hey, with a warm smile with a what smile? A warm smile. Oh, how you doing? I'm doing well this morning. Thank you. Good. You're not going to ask how I am. That's cool. Great in keeping. Um, <laughs> hey, what does this say? Oh, that's your bill for 10 shillings for the room. Nope. Uh, the judge was taking care of that. He told us to stay here and that it was on the house. Uh, uh, we well, even checked in and told the guy that. From what I understand, I was told by members of the town guard that that was the deal contingent on something that you apparently didn't fulfill. So they're not paying. Well, why didn't anyone tell us that last night when we came back in? But we certainly wouldn't have stayed overnight and wasted uh, a room had we known that it was not going to be. It wasn't a waste of a room. You slept in there. You owe me 10 shillings. You, You will get breakfast. All right. When Bruno's up, he'll come down and pay you. And I go over to eat breakfast and then I leave. No, she's not going to let you leave. Ah. How's she going to stop me? She's not a wizard. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> going to put it all on the line over a 10 shilling bill. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. We're not putting that bunk bed back down. It's yeah. staying right up there. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, eating breakfast. It's really good. Okay. You haven't had food this good. It was really ten shillings. Yeah, that's the same price that was at the 
seven spokes where you stayed in a room. Gotcha. I think Bruno paid for it after he found money. Yeah. But the breakfast is like shockingly good. Okay. Um, does our window have room? Does our room have windows? There's a window. Yeah. Where does it empty out to? The road. Like the road out front or the, the road like in the, the back? The main road, the street that this inn is on. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Just curious. Is everybody else up at this point? Yeah. Can you read this scroll? Tell me what it says. No, I can't. Why? Can't read. <sighs> you read our bill. Well, I know what it says. How? You can't read. You're also not super warm to people and ask them how they are after they stayed in your establishment. I would like to speak to your manager, please. She explains to you that she has like a scribe write those up for her, but obviously she knows what it is. She had it written. She knows the scribe here. Can he read my scroll? No, he does it overnight. (laughs) I just, I can't help but laugh because that was your job for a long time. Yeah. Like a long time. (laughs) Night auditors having to put bills under doors. It's such a pain in the ass. (laughs) You got to stop playing WoW to go put papers under doors. Right. <laughs> I only got to play WoW and get paid for seven and a half hours a night instead of eight. Stupid. Yeah, this is not, this is not good. It's not a great scenario that we're in here. You guys here. have 10 shilling between the four of you. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I did, but then I put two panties on that guy's eyes or whatever. <laughs> Been really good if we got the five gold from killing that goblin. Yeah, I'm going to merc that judge. Get him. We could have died down there. I tried to get you guys to leave, and you're like, no, the gold, no, the gold, no, we gotta stay down here to get the gold. And then what happens? We thought we were gonna get paid. We could still get paid. No, we just wound up in more debt. You gotta pay this place. And we gotta pay for your coach and the dude you killed, apparently, out in the middle of the woods. (laughs) He wasn't dead when I left him. You have accrued a lot of debt this episode. Man. All right, I'll put in five shillings if the three of you can make up the rest of it. Money bags McGee over here. Carl will throw in three gold or three shillings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not three gold. Tip. (laughs) It was really good breakfast. Yeah, it was really good. How much you throwing in, Bruno? All right, I've only got six shillings to my name. So really, yeah. What you? Oh, because he's bought so many. Yeah, didn't he buy a bunch of ammo too or something? I what did you spend your money on? You, okay. you He's also, they spent it on us. Yeah. yeah. Bought us a lot of crap. You did? Yeah. Since we got paid he from us, Joseph? Um, you got paid like, 14 shillings yesterday. Yeah, where'd it all go? Um, you guys have been spending it. Right. Yeah. I bought that healing drought too. Mm. Yeah, I could, I could throw in a couple shillings too. Perfect. Sounds great. <laughs> well, I think it's only... One nope, more, no, right? no, that's perfect. Let's no. not do the math. So, <laughs> it was it only one more? All right. Well, then there's one more. Oh, yeah. Mina said five. Carl said three. Bruno said one. So that's one left for Lucky. I'll, he doesn't want to pay. I'll take it down and I'll pay the bill. Right. I take the money down and I go to her and I say, listen, here's the deal. This is what we have. I feel this is very close and very fair. And we weren't expecting to pay. We did go do the job. Um, I certainly understand that, you know, this is probably not the best scenario, but this is the best that we can do in this particular situation. Um, and I would really prefer not to make a, a big, huge, huge deal here. W- would you accept this, this nine shillings uh, instead of the 10? Um, because it's, it's kind of what we have. She sighs, <sighs> leans forward on the bar, gets almost uncomfortably close to your face. She says, I'll take the nine shilling if you work for Dorby the rest of the day. Who's Dorby? She leans back. She's like, I'm glad you asked. My brewmaster. Sure. Great. He'll meet you in the back. Oh, not me. It's probably Bruno or whatever. She's like, no, it's you. Oh, okay. Splitting the party. Yeah, so Bruno definitely has a hangover, like splitting headache. There's no way you drink a bunch of water. No, God, no. Um, Have Bruno, you seen the water around here? It's filthy. I'm, I'm wondering, has Bruno left like a mess underneath the bed? Like, has he like just ralphed during the night? Oh, like pendulum puke. Right. Yeah. Make an endurance check. He's good at those, and he's failed. Oh, yeah, he threw up. All right. So, again, I, 
He's I feel like that. during the morning, like as his head's pounding, he's just going to like hole the bed over the mess and <laughs> and leave it like that. <laughs> but that's like, all right. Like dog poop outside of camp. <laughs> you just put a picnic table over it and yep. you're good to go. And then um, an additional chair when the dog shits again. So annoying. Yeah. And then like Bruno may have second helpings or what have you to like settle his stomach. Oh my gosh. It's so good. You definitely have second helpings. All right. Fantastic. Stuff those pockets. Do you have oh, evaluate? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Make an evaluate check. We got that. You good? Yeah. Okay. Um, this tastes a lot like the food you had at the seven spokes. If you didn't know any better, you would swear this was halfling made. <gasps> Ooh, wow. We should come back here. You guys, this is, this is like top O the line. Not for 10 shillings. You fool. Is that what this place costs? <laughs> oh my God, Bruno. I hate you. <laughs> God. Yes. We did not get paid by. Fancy judge man. He said he would not pay us. He what? said, yeah, he said the goblin was crushed by uh, boxes in the warehouse. Not crushed by like a pink blue demon that nope. we found in the basement. Nope. So would not pay us. Did not believe us about the demon. We came here. We sleep. We wake up. And uh, they would not pay for our room as they agreed to. Oh, my God. Well, what happened with Crusher? I don't know. He left. What, what like, would happen with Crusher? Like, when did he leave? Like, in the I morning? don't know. No. What? No. Lucky and I were in tent talking to Judge. And when we came out, he was gone. Oh, no. Why? Not, what? Why do you love Crusher all of a sudden? He is big I, brute man. Yeah, he's got the muscles and he's strong. Don't. It's big, strong guys are like. Yeah. No. Mm. No. It. I mean, <clears throat> do, you, do you like him a little bit more soft? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you married with with kids? You yeah. have children? Oh, yes. Totally oh. married. Uh, yeah. She's amazing. <laughs> and yes, we're deeply in love. It's great. <laughs> so we didn't get paid last night. No. No. Nah. And we do need to uh, show the bones to Dr. Malthusius. Oh, my God. Because I am not convinced that the uh, the goblin, maybe there is goblin problem here. I don't know. This city is awful. Oh, God. Everyone lies <sighs> and poops. After those, <laughs> that third drink with Crusher, everything gets a little fuzzy. So, so do you not remember uh. the... the Old coachman. The old coachman? We ran into an old coachman? Uh, Gunner and Holtz Gunner from Holtz. the Ratchet Lines. No. And Ratchet Lines, they're the... terrible. Oh, Bruno, you cannot drink anymore. This is why. This is why I say not to drink. I'm surprised you haven't drank more with the stuff that we've seen. The demons? Mm. Dead bodies? The hearts ripped out. Uh, the souls just sucked the lives from them. Again, the big rippling bodies of the crusher. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough day. I think you have a crush on crusher. It, Adolphus died today. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adolphus was rad. Then we pushed him around in a barrel. Yeah. I mean, I... I was I pushed him around mostly. I mean, Carl helped a little bit. Carl wasn't even there. Oh, he was there when we went there. And then you and I put him in the river. Then we saw all the shopping fest. It was a wild day. Well, let us get ready so that we can go back and talk to the the menagerie doctor. Also, I am very annoyed with him. I saw no animals wearing underpants. <laughs> We'll have to rectify that. It was all lewd zoo. <laughs> all right, so you're gonna it head over disgusting. to disgusting. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gonna head over to Doctor Malthusius. Yeah. the pelvis. Yep. All right, Lucky's got to check in with uh, Dorby first. Yeah. After breakfast, you're gonna head in the back. Sure. Next to the kitchen, there's a kitchen, and you see there's a bunch of halflings in there, cooking oh, up yeah. a storm. 
there's a separate room that is a little brew house and there's a dwarf. Okay. Who says, what do you want? Uh, I was sent to work with you for the day or part of the day or this morning. I was sent to work with you for the next hour and a half. He said, again, short on your bill, huh? Well, no, someone else is short on the bill, but they always pass the buck. Well, yeah, that's life. All right. I got a couple of things you can do for me. How about you head over to the Schaffenfest and grab these materials for me? He hands you a list. Okay. And just put it on your tab or what's the deal? You'll let them know it's for um for for Dorby here over at the the journey's end and I'll get squared up with them. Okay. You gonna teach me how to brew stuff too? If you want. All right, yeah. Do that later. Hell yeah. Just bring that to me by lunch. Hey, did you know um what was the dead dwarf's name? Gotri. You know Gotri? Gotri who? A million Gotris. Oh, are there? He was in the stocks yesterday. He has a bone in his beard. Nope. Can't say I do. Oh, all right. I'm going to walk away. I fail. <laughs> you, you accidentally bump into one of the, the brew kegs and it's real hot. Oh, gosh. That's a really hot keg. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you're going to head back to the Schaffenfest? Yeah, I'm, I'm away. I just want to talk to those saplings quick. Hey, you guys related to uh, the people at the Seven Spokes? Uh, they stop like in unison and look at you and they're like, no, not every halfling knows each other. No, your food just tastes really good. Oh, like, thank you. Like the same way. And he was the guy at the seven spokes is always talking about how the pastries that his mom made were like the best pastries ever. And I was kind of just hoping that maybe his mom worked here because he said that she worked in the city. Um, so that maybe if there were pastries better than his pastries here, I have a friend that really likes pastries. That's all. They all laugh a little bit. And one of them says every halfling says that. Oh, OK, cool. Nice meeting you guys. My name's Lucky. Oh, thanks, Lucky. Nice to meet you, too. I walk out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I got, we got to go pick up some stuff at the shopping fest at some point. Probably on our way through to the menagerie or whatever. All right. Cool. Also, I can't read. I don't know. I, I, maybe I should have asked him to read this. Yeah, I was wondering why you didn't, but okay. I'll be right back. I'll run back in there. <laughs> hey, what's on here? I don't know how to read. <sighs> you got like a picture version? No, just take it to the apothecary lady. They're all herbs and spices. She'll be able to Oh, get her. Yeah, I know her. All right, cool. Oh, all right, great. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> He's like, what the hell? <laughs> all right, so you guys heading to the menagerie? Yeah. Okay. Menagerie. So you... You have to loop your way around through the east gate, past the, the courts as always. Flipping um, them off as we go. <laughs> right. Uh, do you want to stop at the apothecary on your way or on the way back? Uh, let's stop there on the way. Okay. Is it a bunch of stuff? Is it going to be like a load to carry back or is it just like like it's, literally it's some spices bit. and stuff? Well, it wouldn't be like in, in, in encumbering. Okay. Yeah. Let's stop on the way. Um, so you give her the list and she, she tells you, um, stop back in half an hour and she'll have it all ready for you. Ah, beautiful. As always, you are a delight. She's like, oh, great. You are too. No, no one, no one ever said that to me before. Thanks. <laughs> and then, yeah, we'll head over to the manager. All right. As you are heading south to the Schaffenfest, you, um, get to the, wrestling ring mm-hmm. and you see there's a big crowd even though it's real early oh but it's not like an excited crowd oh, oh. nobody in the ring <gasps> oh <laughs> i'm getting a lot of we, weird looks we gotta go to the ring what if something happened to crusher last night what if those douchebags oh my goodness we need crusher I, I I do not understand fascination with muscle-bound brute. You hear things like, how could this have happened? <gasps> what, happened? what? What What happened? Gossip, 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 gossip. <laughs> I got a 12. Yeah, Carl's in on this gossip, too. Give me that tea. I found by three. He was found like this just a few minutes ago. <gasps> I'm like, what? Who? The, over, on the ground over there. And oh, what, what? You guys want to push your way through? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You push your way through and next to the ring... Is Crusher. Oh, man. His chest has been ripped open. <gasps> what? No! We'll find what? out what happens. Gosh, happens. What? Maybe in the future. You gotta check out after uh, 21 coming up next. God. Someone crushed the Crusher.
Thanks so much for listening. And go ahead and check out all of our other great shows available from the Professional Casual Network, including The Space Between Presents, which is a deep dive into docu-series, including season one, where we covered Tiger King, season two, where we covered Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich, and season three, where we're currently covering McMillions. We also have The Lost Omens podcast, our new actual play that's coming soon, where we're playing Pathfinder 2nd Edition. We also have Big Fiction Energy, our audio drama podcast in which we tell the story of Lanny, the girl without fear, featuring sirenscape sound effects and music. The Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure is our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay actual play podcast. We play through the enemy within campaign and try to survive the perils of the old world. We also have Elite Age Showdown, where host Big Chuck takes an eight-team bracket that could be about anything and everything and pits them against each other. We also have The Space Between which is a deep dive podcast on the best video games, comics, and movies of today and yesteryear. Last, we have Professionally Asked, Casually Answered, an advice podcast where we take questions from you, our listeners and patrons, and try not to completely ruin your life. You can submit questions through any of the following places. Hit us up on Instagram, The Professional Casual. Our email address is theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Top Tier Casual. Facebook is facebook.com slash professional casual. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash professional casual. And our website is professionalcasual.com.